Hi there and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host Pete Pascoe. That'd be me. It's your first time here. Thanks so much for dropping by. Uh, this is the podcast where I endeavour to put you in the shoes of a songwriter. I'd like you to know how it feels to write a song. And the way I go about this each week, as you've probably seen in the show notes, is picking on a song that I've written in the past, and um, or perhaps a new one, perhaps an old demo, and sort of seeing where the song came from. Uh, I like to lead, I like the song to lead the way. I'm, I've discovered over the course of these um, 140-odd episodes, which is pretty cool. I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, just sort of finding... Finding um, that if I don't block what comes through, it seems to bring me to some sort of interesting sort of, I don't know, outcome. Yeah, outcome, journey, something along the way. <laughs> oh, let's roll the music. Here we go, song and a chat. All right. Um, the word journey, sort of overused, it's a bit of a... Um, a, a sort of a thing to describe, you know the. Oh, wait for the piano player, Peter. Oh, good now. Um, sitting at piano here, pretending I'm on stage. Uh, a certain amount of acting the goat kind of happens for me anyway. When I get on stage, sometimes look, I'm you know I mean business and that always mean business, but um, it, it's it's like it it just sort of helps me get in the zone which I was talking about last week on the podcast and um, it's really nice sitting here at the piano and I've got my eyes shut now open them up and I'm, I'm imagining that I'm, I'm on a small stage and talking to good people who've tuned in alright uh, yeah journey yeah. so uh, perhaps an overused sort of a phrase uh, on the path and, and it's probably more important than the outcome isn't it I think so <laughs> Outcomes will be what they are. All right, we're going to look at the song Give It Back today. Uh, for all the way back from oof, 1987, December 23rd, 1987. Wow. Okay, that's a few years back. And it is song number 66 in my first green book. Um, the demo you're about to hear has the esteemed Mr. Paul Dredge playing bass on it. And um, it's one of the, we did about four home-recorded four-tracked albums, and we're very much sort of finding our way in terms of production and how to go about it. And, man, we we, we just gave ourselves one chance to sing it, right? That's it, done. Now, what else should we do? You know, it was like just just learning. And, and I think it's a, a really, really crucial, crucial thing, a crucial stage to go through. And, um, yeah, I think that that's sort of, will come through, you will hear that in the recording. And why I've picked this song out is because I, I think it's got some sort of feeling about it that, uh, that sort of appealed and the song popped into me tonight and that sort of thing. So I'll tell you what, without further ado, why don't we roll Give It Back? Will we? I just like to say I wrote it for my grandparents. There you go, give a wee idea. Here we go, rolling, this is Give It Back. He's sitting alone in his chair Wondering where all the years have gone There's nothing like a visit from a friend Remember the joy your grandpa gave you With you sitting on his knee Gonna make you want to go up and hug him 
So there you go, Give It Back from 1987. Man, um, a couple of things I'd like to mention first. Uh, first and foremost, Mike Technique. <laughs> um, yeah, just finding my way there as a young fella. And uh, when you're hitting the big notes, it's a good idea to lean off the mic a bit like that. Otherwise, it sort of gets a bit, the dynamics can be a little bit intense, can't they? <laughs> so yeah, um, and... Uh, I think it's pretty fair to say uh, back then Paul and I were getting used to hearing our voices recorded and there's a real temptation to put all kinds of effects and that and look when all said and done I think we've all got a voice and it does take time to find it I think that can be a thing and um, yeah I think go with your God-given voice just give it plenty um, these are just ideas that came to mind so I thought I'd just share them off the top of my head like this uh, and the keyboard synth loud in the background wasn't it that's okay the idea is there look having said all this i date to be seen to dissing might be dissing my sort of uh creative work polarized creative work it's not that at all it's just just 
Yeah, being critical. I think one thing's for sure, it is always worth recording. I really think it is. No matter what you're up to, uh, I think I think it's a really key element of um, growth for a songwriter um, or performer in any in any way. Uh, we're so lucky to be able to do that these days. Man, all you need is a phone. <laughs> and you've got a really good quality video and uh, audio listen back and they go yeah like, yeah pick out the things be positive i think pick out the things that you do like all right there we go how's that a bit of a critique just grabbing the book here i've got it uh, propped up tonight so um this is where i like to dive into oops the lyrics it's a very old book been around a while and um kill on me uh yeah so song number 66 i'm sure you didn't catch all of the lyrics that time uh, he's sitting alone in his chair, wondering where all the years have gone. There's nothing like a visit from a friend. Remember the joy your grandpa gave you with you sitting on his knee. Don't it make you want to go up and hug him? There's more to you than you realise. Look at yourself in the mirror. Give it back. Give it back. Give some of that tenderness back before it's too late. Now your grandma's here. Look into her eyes. She's seen so much in just one lifetime. Make her glad of all she's had and through the years of growing old, make her proud to hear from her grandchildren. There's more to you than you realise. Look at yourself in the mirror. Give it back. Give it back. Give some of that tenderness back before it's too late. Now is now's the time for giving. Now it's yours for the giving. Come on and give it back. Or it's too late. I wasn't intending to read that through like that, but I think that sort of read it right. I think it's a poem. Um, this is this definitely was a words first, music second um, song because most of the time that that's that's the way I rolled. Um, so what, what what made me write this? Well, I don't know. Sitting alone in his chair, wondering where all the years have gone. I guess just for a moment there, I, I put myself in the shoes. There we go of my grandparent and sort of thought you know this stage my life was ahead of me um and being old seemed like man that was really old it's like a long way away still is as <laughs> closer than it used to be and um i sort of thought wouldn't that be a nice thing to write a song i'd, I'd like you know I'd like, i don't know i can't recall whether my grandparents heard this song they're all passed on now um don't know, don't know, I wonder if they did um, It's a pretty straightforward lyric, isn't it? Just sort of saying, hey look, just imagine sitting in a chair No visits from a friend, man, a long day, wouldn't it? Remember the joy your grandpa gave you, sitting on his knees <laughs> Yeah, I remember, I, I, yeah, good memories of uh, my grandparents I was lucky to have four alive when I was growing up And I, I think that um, profound effect on me uh, Grandparents play a just a certain role, don't they? Uh, they step behind the parents, parental guidance and that sort of thing. And quietly, you might just get a little word now then. Come on then, what do you think about that? But uh, uh, When I was five, my parents divorced and I, um, my mum ended up back in her parents' house with four kids in tow. And I'm sure that wasn't the plan. Well, it wasn't the plan, but we made the best of it. And um, I did feel for my grandparents because it was a small house. <laughs> All of a sudden, youngsters around the place and... Um, Granddad used to take us out uh, driving his little old Austin England little blue little car, and he had one of these 
old um, trolls sort of hanging by a string. They had these little glassy eyes and bushy grey hair, and this one had sort of a nappy on and was not much else other than that. And Harry used to joke that that was Hilda, his, his wife. <laughs> was very brave when she wasn't around, I think. And, um, you know, Hilda, Hilda put up with us four kids pretty well, as I say, in, invading this space. And, um, yeah, it was nice. I remember and then my, my uh, father's grandparents, I remember um, I was racing through, oh, what was it, I think, Bennett's or Hobwoods in Palmerston, North New Zealand, barefoot as a youngster. Um, a good friend of mine, Mark, and I were off to try and find a new Tintin book. We are racing through. <laughs> Mark Randed saw me. I stopped there. The, oh, no, I'm in trouble here because we were running in the shop between all these uh, crockery and whatnot. And he, he just chuckled, twinkled in his eyes. And now, young scallywags, what are you up to? Where are you going? Go on then, sort of thing. He, he thought it was pretty good fun. So... Yeah, um, and and his wife, my nana, she's very open-minded, particularly later in life. Um, she had to be. She stuck around for a while and for like a matriarch of the family and saw a lot of changes. And, and I think that, in a word, uh, it, it would be the subject. There are a lot of changes that these um, people saw in their lifetime. So... Um, you know, born a long time ago when horses and carts were a thing and all of a sudden there's sort of mobile phones and stuff like that, just just berserk. And just off the mic here as I lean forward, I had a, a gig the other day and I haven't got my music stand back up. Hopefully that'll stay there. Might be almighty crash as the, the book falls down. But I just wanted to give you a little insight my grandparents. Yep, I loved them. They, they were good to me. Very supportive, yeah. Just know, you hear now, a younger voice, I went pretty high, right? I'm just going to do a thing called transposing. So I'm just taking it down a step. So, yeah, as I sort of demonstrate a little bit, I just know, give it back. It's going to be interesting tonight. It is, um, I did get started late tonight. I like to do this in the evening. So those of you that have tuned in uh, know I do record these in Melbourne at night time. And tonight I was very late. It was about midnight when I kicked off. Um... Reason was I was doing a painting and it was a commission. And here's the thing: as an artist and as a songwriter, I like to get things done. I'm a doer. Um, and I did say to the lady, "Yes, I will." Last week, she wanted a picture of a particular beach box and these nice, colourful beach boxes um, you can find on Port Phillip Bay on the beaches. They're very um, nice to paint. Uh, very English tradition, I believe that they. Um, sort of recreated over here in Australia, and um, yeah, they're, they're pretty. So I said to her late last week, yeah, yeah, I, I, I could draw you a beach box, paint your beach box for you, um, and I would definitely have that done uh, Thursday night, no problem at all. Well, today, Thursday was coming and going and ended up uh, doing a whole lot of other stuff. I eventually got down to the beach, got some photos to work with, and then I forgot I had to do something else, and I um, sent the JPEG off at uh, 11.59pm, so <laughs> that's, that's still the evening, so I made it, and then, yeah, could have gone to bed, but I thought, no, I'll just open the songbooks up and see what's waiting for me, and that's what it was, he's sitting alone, 
in his chair, wondering where all the years have gone. Nothing like a visit from a friend. Musically speaking, I really like that last chord. The friend. Very unexpected, I think, because it wasn't a relative chord. Chords are relatives when they yeah, belong together, get on together for the most part. <laughs> There was a few of them, and amongst them in the key of C, this one doesn't belong. But I think it was a nice little change, and it sort of set the song up. It set the caught the ear nicely. So just just that part have gone. There's nothing like a visit from a friend, and. Remember the joy your grandpa gave you. So straight back in there, leaving hanging. Friend, remember the joy. Interesting. I haven't really noticed that before back in there. Normally from a friend, you'd give yourself. Remember the joy. Something to get back in there. But I I think it worked going straight back in there. Uh, Sitting on your knee. Don't it make you want to? Up hand, can't read that. Again. So it's a bit like that one I was talking about. It's a F for the G bass. It's just it's quite warm. And on that note, warm, I, I think this is sort of a warm sort of a song. It was a warm, fuzzy subject for a start. But it's, I think that the chords flowed nicely. Um, the melody, yeah. Sitting alone in his chair. So twice the same thing, yeah. That is an F chord, and I've chosen to sing La, which gives it a nice sort of a mournful, is that probably not the right word, but you know what I mean? Like, um, just a bit, bit of depth, bit of emotion, yeah? All the years have gone, nothing like a visit. Um, it makes you want to go up and hug him instead of a friend, it's hug him. Because oh, into the middle section, yeah. So as a songwriter, what happens? You have those moments. I've, I've mentioned this uh, quite a few times when you're just sort of starting a song, and oh, I wonder if oh, it might work. Let's sing. He's sitting alone in a chair, wondering where all the years have gone. Right then, you think, all right, got one, yeah, and uh, it's a good feeling. That's how it feels to be a songwriter. It really is. It's um, it's a series of, it's like painting a picture. Absolutely, you sort of pick up your brush and you, you hope for the best, and you sort of have an idea. You go, right, I think I'm going to mix red and yellow, and make orange, and then happy accidents happen. Bit of other colour in your brush and from your palette, and oh, sort of gotten there. I wasn't expecting to go. Oh, we'll stick with that. That gave a nice bit of feeling. Yeah. In that case, so what you do is you um, pass them on the roof. Man, heart attack just then. <laughs> um, man, did that take me out of the moment or what? Thank you, Mr. Possum. Good on you. Quite cute, these possums. These big bush 
bushy ones, big ringtail possums, and there's little cute miniature ones over here too. Uh, we have a lot of possums in New Zealand, where I'm originally from. Um, they got introduced from Australia and went berserk, basically, no predators. Whereas over here, um, they kept pretty much under control. They climbed down out of a gum tree for five seconds. Uh, foxes seem to take a fancy to them, so mind you, foxes weren't here originally either. I think maybe it's just so a long way, very vast, vast country, Australia. Just, just amazes me. Anyway, so he's a songwriter back there, Peter. Um, what you do is you you catch what you've done somehow. You you've got to be your own secretary, and secretary, and also um, often it's the first time through where the magic happens. So having some little recorder, as I say, these days it's so easy. You got a phone. You know, I think flicking your phone on is a good idea and just, just catching what that initial sort of rush and then you can listen back and, oh, you know, and you get up to hug him and then you can flow on you think there's more to you than you realise look at yourself in the mirror the hesitant exo wasn't sure that that was what the chord was going to be. Yeah, interesting. So that went. And then. Yeah. There's more to you than you realize. It's really interesting looking at listening to the melody and the melodies do just come out of thin air. You just sort of, I, what I do is I tend to float them on top of the chord. Um, occasionally I'll go the other way around when the melody will come fully formed and I'll have to work out what the chords are for the melody and I don't mind. E either way is fine, you know. Um, I'm finding that, that often when I'm doing that then I've got to work backwards from that melody and, and add the words and I've slowly got used to that. It's just good, good fun to mix it up. Yeah, I really think that. So, and the big chorus, and I went, give it back, give it back, it's some of that tenderness back before it's too late. Bit of melisma going on there, most unusually for me. Um, with my singing, um. I'm happy just to have a bit of a lash on these uh, podcast episodes. This isn't me sort of going the big performance sort of thing. Now and then I've, I've sort of um, done the, the sort of the best effort I, I could do for a, a demo of a song and that sort of thing. And I'm, I'm giving my best effort, but it's more just getting the ideas across. That's what we're here for, for an armchair sort of chat. And, um, yeah, unusual for me to be doing that, that. straight back into the into the verse yeah kind of nice I've got D flat 7 written but no it's major 7th C another verse another verse and then you carry and back into another chorus yeah there's more to you than you realize look at yourself in the mirror set it up for another chorus give it back give it back and that's about it oh yeah and then and then uh the bridge too late 
So that bam bam, which I happen to do, I use that going into the bridge here like this. Interesting, eh? Too late. Now's yours for the giving again. Now's yours. Interesting for me uh, looking back, and you know, I'd, I'd love to hear this song recorded properly all these years down. Maybe I'll do it, maybe I'll give it a go. Um, or maybe it's a song for someone else to write and I've write uh, to to sort of interpret. Um, I wonder what you do with the, with in terms of band and that sort of thing. Give it back. I guess you could sort of do it with a with a band, but maybe just piano wasn't a bad idea. Probably work on guitar to be honest, and um. Yeah, it's just, I think it's a nice song. When I look back at songs like these, um, it's a little bit like revisiting an old friend, someone I haven't seen for a while. <laughs> and uh, look, if you've got grandparents around at the moment, I really recommend going and visiting them. Yeah. My mother's getting older now, um, bless her cotton socks. Nah, she's young, still young. <laughs> And um, I, I like to call up as often as I can manage to just, just have a conversation. And um, I think the art of conversation is a mighty thing. I think uh, it, it takes two participants to get the flow happening. And um, when no one's hogging the conversation, as I, I, have, I have good conversations with my mother... All right, and um, yep, she's my mother, but almost like a friend as well, you know. And we we just can chat about some pretty wacky stuff, have a good laugh, talk about world politics, big, 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 huge subjects, and then something, some old memory will pop up. So it's a very free sort of flow to the way we converse, and um, it take, takes a what it takes is the other person to listen closely. And I, I talk about that here because that's a little bit like the songwriting process when you. You, you sort of offer, you know, sitting along in his chair, and you sort of almost can hear it in advance. You sort of almost there's a little pause. That this sort of happens. Pause. Wondering where all the years have gone. I can hear this. Nothing like this here from a friend. And so it's like a conversation. It is like that. You sort of offer something up, and then there's this, this sort of like a, oh, I don't know, the risk of sound really arty. It's like this veil, this misty veil, and something comes through, and you've got to you know, strain your ears so it'll be the wrong thing because there's no tension involved. Um, the more relaxed you can be. This is, I'm not telling you how to write a song. This is just how I write a song. Um, and thinking about it, I'm just, just really, really relaxed. It's like having the best little miniature holiday so if you like the sound of that and I, I, I really suggest picking up a pen and you know, getting getting some some behind an instrument with an instrument and just seeing what you come up with i think everyone's got something to offer um you know if, if, if music is a thing for you and, you and you're playing a lot of other people's songs you think i wonder if i can write a song well i think the answer is yes 
and um, you just might surprise yourself. It's not, I like what I'm doing here, yeah? Very obvious chords, but. something coming through there I, I just absolutely went with the moment because just to demonstrate I mean, there's nothing like sort of doing it live is there that's the sort of thing that happens it was just really from finishing you know just that chords just sounded nice which should have led into the other stuff and when the, it's a feeling it's a feeling that there's something more behind I, I think there's something in there la da da do <laughs> Happy Pasco. He's away again. That's the way I roll. I really, really make the effort. When I feel like there's a song coming through, I generally drop everything that I'm doing as best I can and, and really you know, get stuck in and just, just start writing a song. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> Bit like painting a picture. All right, there you go. Look, I hope you've enjoyed uh, Give It Back. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to re-sing that now. Um, perhaps do it in that lower key. I've, ta- I've taken note, mental note, editing, editing, editing all the time. I know that next time I attack that, I'll be attacking that, attacking it. Um, sing it in the key of A, and I think that I will put it on a little album, a little piano vocal album of songs from the podcast. I think I'm gonna start that series. That will be nice. When that happens, well, we'll just have to wait and see. But definitely, I have come to a point last week, songwriting, um, I'm definitely going to get stuck into producing much more sheet music, and that will be coming up soon. Okay, if you if you like what you're hearing, look, I have a website, YouTube, uh, a blog, um, I'll put it in the show notes, um, and a lot going on each week. Uh, the band's got another rehearsal coming up. We're trying out a new bass player. That's going to be fun. The band, Pete Pasco and the Patient Hum. And uh, just working away quietly on some songs with Paul Dredge and I. Another album coming up. Uh, did you catch up with the, our album, um, The Untrodden Track? Nice folk rock album. We recorded it in two countries between New Zealand and Australia, bouncing songs and sounds and recordings and stuff backwards and forwards. Heck of a lot of fun, I can tell you that. All right, there we go. I think we've, we'll bring it to a close today. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Looking forward to next one, next week's one already. This is Pete Pasco signing out. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Catch yourself.